The Love Affair event is on at Whole Foods Market with deals on delicious desires through February 14th. The floral department's in full bloom. So look for savings on double dozen bunches of roses. In the meat and seafood departments, save on animal welfare certified New York strip steaks and sustainable wild-caught lobster tails to make the night sizzle. Gifts from the wellness and beauty department are always a nice touch. And you have to grab those chocolate-dipped strawberries. Make Whole Foods Market your Valentine's Day destination. Welcome to Daily Leadership Lessons where we explore the principles, practices, and habits of successful leaders. Each day, we will delve into a new topic that will inspire you to become a better leader. From communication skills to emotional intelligence, from building trust to creating a vision, we will cover it all. Join us on this journey of self-discovery and growth. Let's learn together how to lead with purpose, passion, and clarity. Tackling burnout, making workplaces healthier. Burnout has become an increasingly concerning issue in recent years, with rates rising steadily across various industries and professions. The World Health Organization's decision to formally classify burnout as an occupational phenomenon in 2019 brought greater attention to this workplace crisis. No longer viewed solely as a personal struggle, Burnout is now rightly seen as a systemic organisational problem requiring systemic solutions. Today we will explore how organisations must take responsibility for creating unhealthy working environments that breed burnout in the first place. Defining and diagnosing burnout. Burnout is a condition characterised by emotional exhaustion, cynicism and feelings of reduced personal accomplishment resulting from chronic workplace stress. Key symptoms include drained mental energy, impaired task performance, lack of engagement, and diminished morale. For individuals, the personal costs of burnout are massive, linked to serious physical and mental health risks like anxiety, depression, insomnia, high blood pressure, and cardiovascular disease. Organizations also pay a heavy price, with burnout fueling turnover absenteeism, lower productivity, and poorer service quality. Clearly diagnosing burnout is the necessary first step. While burnout manifests at an individual level, closer examination reveals its underlying organisational causes. As the original text argued, burnout is not a personal failing, but rather the result of dysfunctional workplace dynamics. Poor organisational hygiene. The Love Affair event is on at Whole Foods Market with deals on delicious desires through February 14th. The floral department's in full bloom. So look for savings on double dozen bunches of roses. In the meat and seafood departments, save on animal welfare certified New York strip steaks and sustainable wild-caught lobster tails to make the night sizzle. Gifts from the wellness and beauty department are always a nice touch. And you have to grab those chocolate-dipped strawberries. Make Whole Foods Market your Valentine's Day destination. The metaphor of hygiene emphasizes that organizations have a responsibility to proactively maintain a psychologically healthy work environment, just as proper hygiene prevents the spread of disease. Hallmarks of poor organisational hygiene include unreasonable workloads, job insecurity, lack of autonomy, office politics, conflict with co-workers slash managers, 
unclear job expectations, long hours, unsupportive leadership, and neglect of work-life balance. Even workplaces that appear well-resourced on the surface may have underlying cultural issues that corrode mental health. When a workplace routinely permits or implicitly encourages such conditions, burnout inevitably results. No amount of yoga, mindfulness apps or resilience workshops can protect employees from the grinding strain of unhealthy organisational hygiene. While self-care has its place, the onus is on employers to tackle the root causes of burnout. The need for better data. Data is a powerful tool for diagnosing and addressing burnout. Organisations often rely on vague gut feelings or basic turnover slash engagement metrics. But limited data obscures the true drivers of burnout. Richer, more specific data paints a clearer picture. Useful sources include company records on absenteeism, disability slash workers' comp claims, employee assistance program utilisation rates, and healthcare costs. Anonymous employee surveys can also measure perceived stress levels, job satisfaction, work-life balance, and observations of organisational culture. This data helps organisations identify burnout warning signs at a macro level, Data can also be broken down by department, tenure, demographics, etc. to pinpoint which groups are most affected by unhealthy workplace dynamics. The text rightly argues that such granular data is essential for developing targeted burnout interventions. Smarter budgeting. Budgets reflect priorities. When organisations underinvest in employees' psychological health and overinvest in short-term productivity, Burnout worsens. The text advocates micro-budgeting carefully examining each budget item's impact on well-being. Ways to align budgets with burnout prevention include providing paid mental health days, rewarding reasonable workloads, not long hours, funding continuing education, creating wellness spaces, subsidising child-slash-elder care, hiring mental health staff, purchasing ergonomic equipment, and paying living wages that reduce financial stress. While such budget reallocations require upfront investment, they repay dividends via healthier, happier, and ultimately more productive employees. Wise financial stewardship treats employee well-being not as a cost centre, but as the long-term business asset that it is. Integrating wellness and well-being. Finally, standalone wellness programmes are insufficient. Yoga classes and stress management seminars make little difference within fundamentally unhealthy organisations. True well-being requires integrating support for employees' mental health into everyday operations. Examples include training managers to recognise burnout warning signs, evaluating workload distribution during hiring, encouraging vacation usage in policy and practice, providing access to counselling, solicitating employee feedback, fostering social connections, creating employee resource groups, and making self-care convenient through on-site amenities. Such integration allows support to be accessed by those who need it most. It also reinforces that employee well-being is central to the organisation, not an ancillary activity relegated to the sidelines. Conclusion Burnout has reached crisis levels, and workplaces play a major role in creating the conditions for burnout to thrive.
But when organisations recognise their responsibility and take action, they can cultivate work environments where every employee is energised and empowered to thrive. This requires moving beyond Band-Aid personal solutions to enact lasting systemic change. Genuine burnout prevention means addressing root causes through improved organisational hygiene, better data, smarter budgeting and integrated well-being. When people feel valued, empowered, supported and mentally healthy at work, burnout fades away. Both employees and organisations will reap the benefits of healthier, more humane workplaces. Tackling burnout may demand upfront effort and investment, but the rewards are well worth it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Daily Leadership Lessons. Please share with your colleagues and friends and please join us again for our next Daily Leadership Lesson. We wish you a productive, effective and fulfilling day 